0: Hey everybody, it's me, John Raphael. Welcome to OK Let's Go. Five topics, 30 minutes. Thank you to everyone that's been listening in and sending me comments. Appreciate it. Couldn't love you more if I tried. If you're interested in co-hosting, give me a shout on Instagram at John Raphael12. Today, I am joined by my friend, former roommate and fellow rabble rouser, Meredith Tufts, joining virtually from Massachusetts. Meredith, thank you so much for being here. How's it going? It's good. How are you doing? Oh, you know, life is lifing. But um, I'm so happy to kind of see you again, because we were talking a little bit before we started recording that I haven't spoken to you in a while, which is a shame because we met during our semester abroad program in the Netherlands, where we lived in a castle. Where which we... sounds
1: a lot nicer than it was. No,
0: how dare you? First <laughs> of all, <laughs> it's a castle. What didn't you love about the castle? We had to moats we had um, i always start with the moats as if like that's the biggest selling point <laughs> there i was mean a it, mot- like what,
1: when you say <laughs> castle it's like drawbridge moat you know well
0: first of all it was the early 2000s late 2000s i don't know <laughs> um, 2008 there, like
1: eight, i want to say
0: 2007 sadly but we don't need to age okay. ourselves here um, but there was <laughs> there was a drawbridge at one point it's just modern times have taken over Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a very nice castle and you enjoyed it very much. It was
1: lovely. <laughs> yes, I did.
0: Honestly, first of all, we lived in a castle and then we moved in together in Boston in a three, I mean, I want to say two and a half bedroom apartment. That was,
1: was, your bedroom was yeah. not a bedroom. Thank
0: you. Thank you. you so you <laughs> bashed the castle, but thank you for bashing my bedroom because I was about to, because my bedroom was pretty much a dining area that they converted into a closet slash bedroom and it was mine um and it was four of us sharing one bathroom
1: and and a living room with no windows that i just that's Um, what my family always remembers yeah no windows in the living room
0: well technically if my room hadn't been turned into a makeshift room we would have had a window
1: (laughs) we would have one window yeah
0: so one of the things that I love when we were living together and traveling together in Europe was we constantly would talk about everything pop culture, specifically like TV and film the most. Um, you got me into True Blood, which is yes, like you, I remember you were watching it and I was like, what show is this? And you're like, oh, it's based on this novel, blah, blah. And then you gave me the novel and then I read that and then I was like, let me watch the show. Um, and then the show just got bad after a while,
1: I think. Yeah. Yes, it did.
0: But that was like our peak kind of living together moment was for me True Blood and watching Mad Men for some reason. I don't I don't know if you got me into Mad Men at this point or if I got myself into it.
1: I think you did. I kind of fell off with Mad Men. I got bored. Yeah, I
0: I agree. Like I understand why it was good, but like I never got why it was like that good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I always like to ask people what their favorite TV show or film is, just so people can get a better sense of you. And I'm saying that I always, when this is actually the first time I'm doing it, so something I'm going <laughs> to start doing is asking people, prepared. what their, what's your favorite TV show or movie?
1: Um, I think those are unfair questions. I would like to do it by genre. I would like to have uh, 10 weeks to think about it and, and then get back to you. Well, you have um, 10 seconds. Okay. Um, I will say, why don't I do it? the tv show i will re-watch over and over and over again is 30 rock so i think that's probably i i'll, I'll say my favorite but like with an asterisk with but an asterisk, yes but
0: I, but i think 30 rock um says a lot about a person it's a very smartly written show do you think it would hold up in today's climate of cancellation
1: oh <sighs> yeah i mean it's tough um Some of it, probably not. I do think that there was some commentary on it that was a little before its time, but I also think there was a lot of dated content as well, but I still laugh. Yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, again, we can be politically correct as we want to be, but like some stuff was just a part of the culture at the time and it doesn't mean it would be okay today but back then, we just didn't know any better. I don't know if, if I should be canceled at some point. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's Please a snapshot of what it was
1: like back then. I mean, if if somebody really wants to look at what we were going through, I mean, that shows pretty good between that yeah. and like a Parks and Rec. I feel like. Yeah. And
0: I, I love Tina Fey in general and her evolution. Like I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, she mm-hmm. just is brilliant to me, and I think they're doing a Mean Girls musical, musical movie adaptation now.
1: With the woman from Sex Lives of College Girls, is she in it, Renee Rapp? She is, yes.
0: I think, was she in the original cast as well? But did you like that show, Sex Lives of College Girls?
1: Loved the first season. Second season, I really struggled with. I feel like they took all the characters and, like...
0: Made them annoying. (laughs) Yes. Made them super, super annoying.
1: And stupid, like, which I don't appreciate because, of course, it's, you know, women in college. And, yes, we all make stupid decisions, but... I feel, I like to think I knew a little better than what Bella was doing, so.
0: Oh, did you? Would you like me to bring up an alley incident from two thousand? No, I
1: wouldn't. That's okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Copy that. So anyway, let's get into it. Five topics, 30 minutes. And I have to say, it's not the lightest of topics today. So that's why we're, you know, we're having a little bit of fun, bantering in the beginning. But okay, let's go. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News and his last show was this past Friday. The network offered little information, saying simply that they had parted ways with Tucker Carlson. The decision to split with Carlson is surprising, as his show routinely ranked as the most watched program on Fox News and on some days, all of cable television. He had also recently inked a two-year deal to remain with the network. Can I just say, if I had a cheering soundboard, I would be cheering right now.
1: Yes. That How man. good
0: is this for America?
1: Oh, I, I think it's good. Obviously, that we don't have to see him or hear him, but he's going to find another platform. Like he'll land somewhere else. He still has a radio show on Sirius. Like that's still a thing, I think. Um, so he somebody will pick him up. Um,
0: but I, I would say to counterpoint that Fox News is is obviously kind of the most watched cable news program in the country. I think Tucker Carlson is vile. He sucks. But when you take him out of fox news does he have as much power somewhere else sure he might have a serious radio show but people have to pay to subscribe to serious and i don't think a lot of people well actually i'm sure a lot of people do but i'm not sure his target audience maybe does and also when donald trump left twitter to start his own thing it kind of he lost some of that power um sure you're still going to hear from them here now but it's not the same amplification that he has on a nightly kind of cadence to kind of pollute the country.
1: No, I think that's fair. I always think of, though, like Joe Rogan and his podcast and how much he's able to do in terms of damage with that. And somebody could pivot off of it and kind of keep it going. But yeah, he won't have that nightly viewership, you know.
0: No, for sure. With Fox and and and
1: that backing.
0: And it's, it's actually great that you brought up, um, I always want to say Bill Rogan, but Joe Rogan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I want to go with Bill Rogan, good old Bill, um, because I feel like people like Howard Stern and Joe Rogan are kind of made mm. for that longer form audience, but Tucker is such a staple of cable television that I don't mm, know if mm-hmm. he'll translate well to radio, just like when Bill O'Reilly left Fox News. Have you heard anything from Bill O'Reilly since then, really? Not really
1: no he's pretty old though i mean maybe he's quieted down did he used to have a radio show i feel like my dad used to listen to him or something maybe it was another bill
0: but that's kind of the way you just reacted to bill o'reilly is kind of the way i want to react to tucker carlson oh did he ever do something else or a radio show after um no go away tucker carlson
1: that's the ideal
0: that is the ideal i think he's truly terrible um I think he's also partly responsible for the rise of Trump. And I can't just blame him. I kind of have to blame all media for that. Yes, absolutely. But he's definitely been one of the biggest offenders. Although recently in a a lawsuit that Fox News is involved in, leaked messages came out saying that he passionately hated Donald Trump. Um, Yet Donald Trump did an interview with him on his show like less than a month ago after he was indicted. So I don't know. Donald has
1: no shame. Donald Donald has no
0: shame. And I guess Tucker and Fox News have no shame either.
1: I mean, that's an obvious, too.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. So we want Tucker gone. Do you you think he would land at another major network like CNN? He definitely wouldn't land at MSNBC. No,
1: No, and I don't think CNN will pick him up either. I, I just feel like, you know mosquitoes like that don't go away they stick around you think you killed it and then it comes buzzing in your ear again so it'll be interesting to see where he
0: ends up but i would say that mosquito is donald trump i'd say tucker carlson has very like he's not charming he's not good looking (laughs) um his bow tie thing is tired he needs to get better talking points um and he's phony so yeah good riddance It's a big day in cable news in general, because also in the TV landscape, Don Lemon is out at CNN, and this one is more controversial to me in the sense that, like, uh, let me just get into it. Lemon announced on social media today that he was terminated by the network after 17 years. He went on to say that he was informed via his agent and that nobody at CNN had reached out. CNN said not so fast and that they had indeed tried to set up a meeting with him. Um, He has been under fire recently for sexism after he said that Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley was, quote, past her prime, and then he doubled down, saying a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and maybe 40s. Meredith, sound off, please.
1: Gross. I I mean, (laughs) do I think that that's the only reason he was fired? No. I'm sure there's something else going on between how Rudy is to his co-anchors, like, just gross I'm, I'm all set like all of these guys and their comments about women when they can't take it themselves uh, i'm all set
0: i agree also 17 years at one network is you know not too shabby so congrats to him on that sense but he has been getting increasingly more problematic um, over the last couple of years i think he was also drunk on one of like the cnn new year's eve's Um, A few years ago, but again, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper were also kind of for that. (laughs) Exactly, I think if yeah, you're you're supposed to be. But aside from the Nikki Haley comments, he also said um, that professional female soccer players shouldn't be paid as much as male players because the men were quote more interesting to watch. And also a Variety report earlier this month detailed his retaliatory efforts against female colleagues that he believed usurped him for prominent positions within CNN, which in my opinion is the bigger issue. Any kind of retaliation in that sense is disgusting and should be dealt with. He should have been dealt with probably a while ago when when those reports first came out. Um, But what do you make of the female soccer player's comment? And do you agree?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't agree. I feel... I guess the way I feel is that internationally, if I'm watching soccer from other countries, I I guess the majority of what I see on TV is men's soccer, but I I don't, I don't agree with him. I find women's soccer just as entertaining. I really like Abby Wambach. Like there's, there's entertaining people out there who come from that.
0: No, for sure. I think it's
1: insane. It's an insane comment.
0: yes it's i think the insane comment is that he said it's more interesting to watch from a business perspective yes i believe that everyone should be paid equal yada 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 but from a business perspective yes if if female women's soccer was getting the same eyeballs that men's soccer was then that would change the conversation um of course though media also needs to be a part of that and they need to start covering women's soccer more it needs to be balanced coverage Um, for any kind of pay conversation to either take place but Don Lemon is um, kind of a buffoon for saying that and do not support um, who we will support though is love is in the air for Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton according to page six White Lotus and you star that's you the Netflix series not you as in Meredith Tufts Um, Lucas Gage married celebrity hairstylist Chris Appleton this past weekend in Las Vegas with Kim Kardashian as one of the six guests. While nobody knows how long the pair have known each other, they announced that they were dating in February and then confirmed their engagement this past month, and now they are married. I found that this topic was appropriate for today because you, my friend, are also getting married.
1: I am, yes.
0: You sound very excited about it.
1: No, I am. I really am. Um, It's... Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about it. But, you know, the pressures of a wedding, planning, all that kind of stuff.
0: Well, how long have you guys been together?
1: Oh, five years, five and a half years, I think. Five and a half
0: years and yeah. engaged for how long? Two,
1: two? One, 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 one year, six months, something like that.
0: I, I will be very curious to see if you can remember your anniversary a few days and <laughs> a few years in the future. We'll see because right now I'm not so confident in your ability to do that, but you know, I just
1: like, I, yeah. I mean, what anniversary when we first started dating, when we got engaged, our wedding, I'm excited for the wedding for many, many, many reasons, but I'll also then have a very staple sure anniversary date that I will be able to remember.
0: Correct. So five years plus or minus, you know, one year, (laughs) we're going to give it um, is how long you guys have been together. But, Chris and Lucas have apparently been dating for two months. So (laughs) is this too fast?
1: Absolutely. I mean, what the hell? Uh, It's kind of like burn bright, not long, I guess. But um, yeah, no, I, Mm -mm. no, sorry. Yeah,
0: no, I I agree. I mean, here's the thing. Love is love. And when you feel that magic, you got to roll with that magic. But you also have to hopefully have some self-awareness to be like, hey, we don't necessarily need to rush anything like we can just enjoy this time together and then maybe down the line. So I'm again, everyone has their different motivations. I just I I just am curious why it needed to happen so quickly. Um, Mm. But who knows? They're just vibing, I guess.
1: Sure. I mean, I i vibed at 5 months with quite a few people. If I had married them, I think I would be divorced like 10 times over. So, <laughs> I I get it, <laughs> but I I definitely would say date longer, live together before you make those decisions.
0: Yeah, you got to work out the kinks. And also this wasn't even 5 months. According to the this is oh. like a solid 3 months before okay. like from from courtship to the altar. Um so Mm-mm. Is there a big difference between three and five? You tell me. I think there is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is. There definitely is. You know, Those every... two months, you can learn a
0: lot. It, it, you, very much so, especially in the beginning. There's just a, there's always a lot to learn. Um, so they got married in Vegas at the Little White Wedding Chapel. Uh, mm. Would you ever do a Vegas wedding?
1: Vegas, no. Would I do like a courthouse wedding? Absolutely. That was definitely one of the things I considered as we were you know getting engaged and planning a wedding um but vegas i hate vegas no
0: yeah i'm not a i'm not a big fan of of the vegas in general but i'm definitely not a fan of the vegas weddings i think Mm -mm. because it's such a thing too it just feels less special to me and also i just don't like the desert and all that like stuff too too much but j-lo and ben did it recently um You know, they reconnected. They were engaged 20 years ago. They're back together. So I have faith in J-Lo and Ben. Britney Spears had her first Vegas wedding annulled. So, you know, it it just like life, it can be hit or miss. It can be hit or miss.
1: I feel like Ben and J-Lo are different. I mean, they were together years ago for an extended period of time. They're older. They've reconnected. You know, if I hit a second marriage, maybe I'd consider it then. But at this point in time...
0: No. So before you couldn't even get the dates right, and now you haven't even gotten married, and you're already like, if I get a second marriage, so what's going on? Do we do we need to shift this from like a pop culture topic show to a therapy show? Because if no. I'm, I'm sure people would love to listen about what's going on here.
1: No, we're great. It's amazing, honestly. There's I've already told him like there's no no way out of it for either of us and we're very happy with
0: that. <laughs> well, now that sounds dark. So, tell tell us three great things about your fiance.
1: Oh my gosh. Um he's really really good at listening and communicating, which I've never experienced before in a relationship ever. Um ever. Uh he takes such good care of me. I work kind of high stress jobs um, I'm in marketing and tech, and it can get very intense sometimes. And I'll, you know, skip a meal or, you know, not really think about things. But he's always there reminding me to, you know, take my vitamins and eat my food and all of that kind of stuff. So he takes extremely good care of me. And we just have fun. Like we like a lot of the same stuff. So, you know, we watch the same movies, same TV shows. And yeah, we just have a really good time together. So I'm very excited to marry him. I'm just teasing of everything else, of
0: course. I know you are. And I I hope you play this back for him so he hears about how great he is. um, (laughs) And I'm looking forward to meeting him. And now that you've given him the proper due, um, we can can move on because I know you have a bone to pick with me about something that I said recently about Daniel Radcliffe. So the floor is yours.
1: You said... I believe, that he was not a good actor and you didn't stop with Harry Potter, which I will agree. I <laughs> Okay, not the best.
0: I have not reviewed the transcripts from former episodes, but what I believe <laughs> that I said is I love the Harry Potter films and they got better as they, you know, progressed, but Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe's acting got worse as they progressed <laughs> <laughs> it was actually I, painful to watch him and 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 Emma in that last couple of films. So um but I don't you know, you gave me I some think food they were thought.
1: fine. Oh. Well, the biggest thing is just that he miracle workers. I mean, he's so good on miracle workers and he was great in Swiss Army Man. Like he's he's great. I think those movies are just tough to do a lot with, and I'm sure at that point they were jaded as well. <laughs>
0: No, for sure. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm, I was being a little bit hard on them, but like at one point it just felt like they had the script in their hands and they were reading out loud from it. Like that's how bad I thought their acting was. Whereas Rupert Grint, I thought was a gem throughout. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Natural acting talent, but I will say Daniel Radcliffe, um, once you, you know, texted me to, to express your displeasure with my comments about Daniel Radcliffe, who of all the things I've said, I didn't think that Daniel Radcliffe would be the controversial thing from, from any of these episodes, (laughs) um it's was... honestly
1: because of miracle workers and that one scene where he sings she'll be coming around the mountain um is just I... my absolute favorite thing ever. i'm not
0: even su- i've never seen miracle workers um can you give us a plug like where can you find it what's it about
1: <laughs> uh it's on tbs uh it's based off of i think simon rich wrote a book or a short story or something like that it's very i think reverent is the right word to a degree, um, fun, silly. And it. each season has a different thing that it focuses on. So there's like been the middle ages and I think like the Oregon Trail is the one I was thinking of where he sings, um, she'll be coming around the mountain. It's really fun, I just enjoy it. And I'm kind of at that stage where it's really hard to make me watch. Like you also talked about su- succession and like, I couldn't do it. I hated everyone. It was so annoying. And like, I just want quick, easy, fun, make me forget about where I am you know, work-wise, world-wise, and-
0: You want to escape. You know, enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, regarding Succession, I've dropped off, and I know the last couple of episodes have been, like, the biggest of the bunch, but I'm like, oh, do mm-hmm. I really want to get into it with these people? I don't. When you texted me about Daniel Radcliffe, I was like, what else have I seen him in? And then I remembered that he was in don't, I don't remember the name of the movie right now, but it was the Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum movie that came out, I believe, last year in the last two years. Um, oh my
1: gosh, he was great in it.
0: He was great. He plays the villain. He was and so good. Yes. So good. So funny. So please consider this my formal apology to Daniel Radcliffe, who is a great actor. And I, I've heard only good things about him in um, the Weird Al Yankovic series. So he's, you know, he's breaking out of oh, that, yeah, Harry that. He Potter was great
1: show. in that too. Yeah, do do I've you actually think, watched
0: a lot of stuff he's in. Yeah, I gathered you were a super fan based on the amount of texts I got from you about, about him.
1: I'm really not. It's just funny. I just, I very much enjoyed him in, in that show and, and I guess in other things. Maybe I am a super
0: fan. You are a super fan and that's okay. We all have our people. <laughs> um, just like I have Madonna and Mariah, you have Daniel Radcliffe. It's fine. It all balances out.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> now, do you think Daniel is going to make an appearance on the Harry Potter show that was announced for HBO Max?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that man wants nothing to do with that anymore.
0: Well, I mean, they did sit down for like the anniversary special that ran on HBO Max. So maybe, but I I do agree. I think it's hard enough kind of being molded as Harry Potter for a decade and then trying to desperately break out of being Harry Potter. So why throw yourself Mm -hmm. back in? Yeah.
1: And he worked really hard to get out of
0: it. Yes. And according to you, he's done a stellar job. So (laughs) um another show that we've been talking about that we love that i would like viewers to to check out is the night agent um which was recently renewed Mm. for season two and i thought season one was really really just good and fun what did you think
1: i agree i think it was i think i watched it over two nights so i i really binged it um it was fun again like the acting was okay. Um, the story was fun. It kept me guessing. Um, I was very entertained. It doesn't, you know, have to be all that too complicated and, and overworked, which I think sometimes things are these days. Oh
0: yes. And not only that, but I think like a big thing for me these days is because there's so much content is like, if I see a a TV show and it's like the running time is like, 55 minutes or an hour i'm like oh Mm -hmm. so i think night agent clocks in at like the perfect like network standard of 42 minutes um yep like you said the the acting is okay but the story is just fun and kind of gets you through it like every episode you're like okay what happens next what happens next what happens next um the lead i thought was great like i oh i loved him oh such like he has such like like i almost want to see him like do Night Age and then like Budweiser commercials because he just strikes me as like this is a real American man
1: yes absolutely
0: (laughs) phenomenally fun um and I think it was kind of a smart thing to renew it really quickly because I think fans are are into it um Poker Face I have not watched but I've heard good things and Natasha oh I highly recommend did you do you like her in general Natasha Leon? like did you like Russian Doll
1: I love her. I I love her so much. I mean, from when I was little and watched Slums of Beverly Hills, which I really should not have watched at the age that I was, um, I've always really liked her. And I'm happy to see that she's back. Yes, with Russian Doll and Poker Face is super fun. Easy watch. I highly recommend.
0: And there's so many great guests. Poker Face is kind of like a murder of the week type of show, right? Every every episode is kind of standalone almost.
1: Yeah, there's like a running thread for her character. But yes, every week there's a new mystery for her to solve.
0: Mm, Okay, well, another show that I want people to check out um, that just came out is called The Diplomat. I've only watched the first um, three episodes I started yesterday, and I'm just a big Carrie Russell fan. I've loved her since she was on the Mickey Mouse Club, and then Felicity, and then The Americans was a stellar show, and... The diplomat is about um she becomes the u.s ambassador to the united kingdom so she moves to london with her husband and it's kind of like political like nuances with like a little bit of terrorism thrown in there so it's my jam and also the creator of the show was one of the people that worked on the west wing which is another stellar political show so I'm plugging the diplomat. Is there anything you'd like to plug other than you know poker face?
1: Um, I mean I love yellow jackets. I think that show continues to be wild and very different. And anything that has Melanie Mel Lynskey in it is just incredible by my Ever second. After
0: a Cinderella story. Melanie Mel oh, yes. killed it.
1: <laughs> She's so so good. Um I'd say that. And then I watched a movie the other night called Confess Fletch with John Hamm. And I just like, it was one of those things like I saw, I think it's available on like HBO or Showtime or something like that. And it was so fun. It's like 99 minutes long, which to me is the perfect length for a movie. Um, Very great, like grade B movie, which I feel like we just don't get much of anymore. It's always like the big to do with Marvel or something like that, or like an indie film, like the will. And that's kind of it. And this was just a great B movie comedy that I miss. I always think like, I wish they'd go back and take movies like Philadelphia story or um, gosh, any of those, the awful truth or something like that. And obviously remove some of the stuff that's dated, but then remake them and do quick turnaround 90 minute movies I think it would be great well
0: first of Honestly. all the 90 minute movie it like you said it's it's under I would love like again I get panicked if it's 91 minutes I need it I need <laughs> a tight 90 minutes I think you're right you're hitting yeah you're hitting on something that people really miss it's like an in and out movie that doesn't need to be a big budget blockbuster and can just be what it is mm-hmm. and that's fun um and on that note we have reached the end of our show so Thank you so much for joining me. Um, when is the wedding?
1: It's October 14th.
0: Good. I was just making sure that you knew the date because, again, I was concerned. Um, you should thank have you. to save
1: the date on your fridge. I hope so.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't know the date. I just want to make sure you knew the date.
1: <laughs> I took the picture. I hope you enjoy it.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see everybody next week.